Do we start every show with you applauding? What are you putting? What are you pushing? It's a sound effect. Oh, it's an opening. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. We'll we'll eventually get there. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, we gotta figure something else out. We're we're not very tech savvy. Because we're old, I think is what you're getting at. Right. Well, <laughs> we are, and it's more and more relevant every day. Mm. That. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah, constant reminders of that. Anyway, welcome back. Right, welcome back. Wait, Queer let me just Vice, go back to here that we part. are. Wait, one more second. Let me go back to that. So I was walking down our old stomping grounds today. Okay. You know, Chippewa. Oh, God. Delaware. Downtown Buffalo. Oh, oh my lots God. of good times. It is the it's complete, different. It is completely different. Mm-hmm. It's Anyways, very different. That just dated me back to 2004, five. Pretty much the heyday of our going out days. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so welcome back. Yes. Welcome back. We were just trying to, Jen and I are, are together in person for a change today, which is always so exciting. <clears throat> we are. Yep. Yep. I got a new job and yeah, it will uh, keep me in the Buffalo area more often. Which I love. I mean, I'm totally cool with that. So, so I'm so happy. <laughs> It literally probably was the best job available for me. That's perfect. A remote job where I can be home mm-hmm. um, with my wife and son, mm-hmm. but also a job where I can, hey, I got to work. Gotta go. <laughs> See you, you in know, a week. It's, it's nice, too, to have your, just have your own thing, you know? Yeah, and it, it allows me to be here. It allows me to see my nieces. Yeah. You spend more time here, and it's just kind of your own thing. And if I need to be here for an emergency, I don't have to miss work, Yeah, technically. There you go. So. It's awesome. It's a great fit. Super excited it, for you. It really is. <laughs> Back to... Uh, Back to the show. So last time we were talking, we we had started talking about religion and growing up kind of with the, with the guilt. And I don't want to go in. What is this episode? Like four? I don't want to. Right. I hate to go into religion already in between episode three and four because I don't want to get canceled right off the bat. So, yeah. And if you just started (laughs) listening to us, just discovered us and you're like, well, these girls are all over the place because we this is a work in progress. So we are actually going to upload uh, one through four. Right. Probably in the next couple of days. And I don't want to put a date on it. (laughs) And. It's just been such a long time in the making that, you know, we're just obviously still well, getting our sea legs and right. And you have twins and a, yeah, a little busy know, grade school aged child. I have a great yeah. middle school ch- age child. So yeah, we all keep very busy, full time jobs, flus and jobs. Oh god, and, mm-hmm. and it, you know it's December changes. flu season so. That's always fun. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. So this is how we're we're going to roll, basically. Yeah. But we're going to be more and more, you know, up to date we'll from have, here on out because yeah. I'll be here more and we have more time on our hands now that I have a job that's more flexible. Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. So when we were talking about religion, where did we leave off? Do you recall? I think because we felt that was what separates us from the generations today. Mm-hmm. 
we had um, grown up with guilt. Mm. With mm-hmm. maybe not just religion, mm-hmm. but our parents were more strict and more guilt. Uh, I don't want to. It's say. almost like things were were more. We we were. If no one was pushing it on us purposefully, we were more fear fearful of, of letting others down and yes, uh, yes of letting god down of letting our parents down we were more fearful i feel like in our in our generation and even the one just underneath us so but i feel like what's the what's the new one z right and, that's and, i think losing touch yeah and honestly it's probably because we grew up the way we did mm-hmm. we revolted and we're like oh, i'm not going to raise my kids that way so now, you know, I oh, have You think we're all dealing with the consequence of parents saying, I'm going to do the opposite of what my parents did. Right. And I'm not going to be as strict and I'm not going to be this. Yep. And then we end up with a bunch of... People, and we're literally facing those consequences of right, right now because mm-hmm. we have, you know, 20-something, 30-something-year-olds who just, mm-hmm. they don't care. We have kids... I would say um, probably not our kids. I think our kids are saved. They say that our kids, meaning kids who are, what, under 15 at this point, maybe, uh, under 10, I think they say that that group of kids coming up will be the ones who are more... Right, because... uh, Who go back to being more like we were. Right, because anything, any child between the ages of probably 14 and, you know, 26 at this point, Mm -hmm. 30, they have different morals. They don't have any at all. (laughs) Um, I'm not speaking for everyone. You get a few rare ones here and there when you're like, oh my gosh, that's a scholar student or that's perfect. But I think a lot of it goes to Mm -hmm. the way, you know, we... We see now these, we go to bat for our kids and they're like, not my kid, not my kid, not my kid. Mm -hmm. Or you can do whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want. You can Mm -hmm. stay up all night long or my kid does no wrong and everything is instant gratification for them. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's It's an unfortunate reality. It's not like we can control all of that. We can't. Right. But what we can control is, yeah, the fact that the soft parenting has kind of taken over and everybody's very, oh, it couldn't have been my child. My child's not the problem here. Right. And we're seeing a lot of mental health issues in mm-hmm. these kids because they they don't know how to take care of themselves. Yeah, it's a number of a number of reasons. I mean, that... There's um, a million reasons. They haven't been held accountable. Um expectations haven't been set for them you know what i mean right so they They don't know where they fall in that line they just throw things away we'll get another one or yeah whatever i don't need that job i don't need that yeah there's always something better coming along or i can do it on my own i don't need to be told what to do Mm -hmm. i don't want a boss i want to be the boss of me I mean, wouldn't that be lovely? We'd all love that. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, some of them have legit circumstances where they probably are better off. Mm-hmm. But majority of the mental health, um, I think, and the reason we kind of brought it up is because it kind of relates to the LGBTQ plus. Of course. 
Um, a lot of it sometimes gets blamed on that. Well, they don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. They don't. Well, they don't know who they are because you didn't give them any guidance. In life. Yeah. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't let. You didn't let them discover who they are. You didn't train their brains to question who they are. Right. Yep. You tried to keep them on a narrow path of this is how you should. This is how you have to be. And this is who you have to be. And God forbid you fall outside of that path that 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 society the, or your parents or whoever has set for you. And the things that held us back mm-hmm. are the things we're seeing lacking. Right. Which is odd. Right. But you still have the issue, you know, uh, of, of to the same, to some extent, I, I think not the extent, obviously, when we were growing up, when we were growing up, uh, you know, to see kids in high school now, like be able to be out is wild to me. It's right. wild. <clears throat> but like that was not a thing. And I went to a, a pretty diverse high school. So it was a mix of, you know, different cultures, different um, socioeconomic backgrounds. It was a, it was a good mix. Right. And none of those people right. were comfortable being out at all. And I can't imagine what it would have been like. And so, even when I was in college. Right. And, and, you know, I was previously working in a high school with mm-hmm. um you know a very high low income you know high or low income I'm sorry, very <laughs> high population of low income students oh, okay and a lot of stories and gender fluidity and mm. um a lot of well well I'm gay or I'm bi or I love everybody. It's almost cool. Now you just throw it out there. If you're not queer, you're like the minority. Yeah. And I even see it with my niece. Mm-hmm. And she's into that. Not she's. I guess we would consider her queer, given the circumstances of her, her current or most recent relationship. Yeah. She's dating somebody who is transitioning from female to mm-hmm. male but they are only 14 years old right we see a lot of it yeah name changes i don't know if i i feel bad because i don't know if we want to get too much into right that person we but don't I, have i'm to, curious i'm at not that talking age. about my niece in right. general i'm saying that is what she's dealing with like right where so we're seeing that right yes and it's totally different but i feel like it's almost like they live in a bubble right and, in and, school and if they're not queer is what i was getting to is they have cutting issues or cutting or depression oh or major anxiety issues yeah yeah but it's only like those kids like that 14 15 to like 26 year old 26 year old 30 year olds hmm interesting but i i do think that to some extent they live in a in a bubble of it, it where when they're at school of feeling maybe and i'd love to talk to a, a student uh, eventually I have we, a bunch. we definitely have to talk because to no no not, not the, yes okay because i've gotten com- permission from their parents to speak okay, to them but some of them it might be a little bit out of out of range as far as well, they what might we just could. be too young. Yeah, they might be too. I don't want them to be too. 
Because some of them got kind of attached to you while you were there. Very much so. And I don't want to encourage that attachment in an unhealthy way by having them help us with this. No, 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 no. <laughs> but there are some of them who can give our listeners and kind of like a different perspective on Yeah, and kids in our family. Even, and they're aware. You know? Like, yeah. they are aware. Mm-hmm. They know. What we are talking about is not anything that they are unaware of. Of course. And we spoke openly about it and I speak openly to my niece about it. Yep. Yep. But you have to, you have to. And I, otherwise, you know, it, it carries that same stigma carried when we were young. Right. It's a, and then the cycle repeats itself. This is just a weird phase we're in. It is. Of the cycle. It is. But I think they feel a little bit protected because of the environment in school and the fact that other kids are more, kind of open like you said about sexuality right. or, or at least um open to admitting that they're discovering that and they're not already you know hey this is kind so, of who i'm supposed to be so this is just who i'm gonna be right and you, you know how you bring you brought up you know they're open about sexuality yeah well they also view actual like acts of sex much differently than we were raised to view them they don't see it the way we see it. The guilt. They don't see that. The guilt and right. the sin they that's attached they to don't, it. <laughs> they're like, I'm not giving myself to anybody. I wanted it. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm defeated. I'm like, okay, well, you understand you're giving a part of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's more casual for them. It's there's. They don't see it the way we see it. They don't see it as a gift. They don't see it as a connection. They see it as oh. self ple- like as pleasure. Yeah. They see it as, all right, well, I'm getting what I want. Oh, or God. I'm getting this kid's God attention. But it, it, at some extent, uh, to some extent, I think, you know, when, when, when they're older than the age that you're used to dealing with, I think that's fine to an extent. Um, but not when they're that age. When they're that age, it's, you don't know what you're doing. Well, they that's way see too the act of sex completely differently than we do. Right. And that goes back to, is it religion? Yeah. Is, is it, it a guilt? good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it just a thing? We, we're, we're extremely damaged, of course, because we're talking about it, but we've come out on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And now we're looking back and we're like, oh my God. I'm like that old lady that judges everybody, mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> like the one I never thought I would end up being. That we and always end wonder, up being like, who we don't think we will. <laughs> and you ever think about like what people thought about us when we were in our like teens and twenties? Like they, they thought we were crazy and we had something wrong with us. And now too. the people that age think we're old as shit. Yeah, it's like crazy, but it's just getting back to the LGBTQ and the queerness and like how mm-hmm. it all ties together. It's just such a like elephant in the room type of topic. Yeah. And it shouldn't be if... No. No, it really shouldn't be. I mean, we we talk about it all the time, like, um, every year for... Or every year around Father's Day, it's never failed. Um, so there will be a child every year, and my daughter's... My oldest daughter, who's six, <clears throat> excuse me, in her life, who says something to her about it. And not always in a good, productive, hey, wondering how you celebrate Father's Day. It's, you don't have a dad. You can't celebrate Father's Day. And my daughter's just like, it rolls off her at this point because she's kind of sick of explaining it, which sucks. 
But um, or she'll ignore it and just pretend she doesn't hear it, like she's not going to address it. But if somebody says to her, "Hey, um, you don't celebrate Father's Day. You don't have a dad," and she's like, "Well, I have uncles. I have a grandfather. You know what I mean? I have other dads in my life that I celebrate or who I celebrate." The fact that that conversation needs to be had consistently every year since she was four. Right. It's so weird. Is like, no, as much as we think our children are being exposed to what different types of families look like. Because I said, hey, listen, it's not just two moms, not just two moms family that stands out. What about the kid in 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 the class, you know, if there's a kid in the class who lost a parent. Right. Or who only has one parent raising them. Right. Or who doesn't have any parents and is being raised by a grandparent. Nobody's attacking those right. kids. Like my sister was nine years I old. I hope my, they're not. I my hope nobody's. Away. Yeah, yeah. So, were, did she experience that? No. Does she remember? I don't. I don't think she did. Um, I I think she would would have said something, and we all would have known, right? Um, and and I have you know our, my son who's eleven, mm-hmm. and he's only experienced it I think one time. That I that was really that was really um, a big deal. Mm-hmm. The other times, if if anything, he's always like, "Well, I got an Uncle Joey, no big deal," or I have a Godfather, Kevin. Yeah, but like I have he, other father figures in my life that I can celebrate. He never, he was never affected like your daughter. Um, but I think it's and I and I don't want to say she's she's not affected, but affected, it affects you. But it's annoying. It's it's annoying to her. Um, but, you know, but we always tell her, hey, listen, like we tell all our kids, you got to be the you just have to be the better person in situations like that. So maybe they're asking you a question and it's not meant to be malicious. It's not meant to be anything. But they asked it in in a way that made you feel like that was kind of weird mm-hmm. or it was asked kind of negatively. I said, why don't you ask them to rephrase it? So what do you mean by that? Right. What do you mean? Do you know what I mean? True. We don't. Are you asking? Are you? Do you genuinely want to know how I celebrate Father's Day? Right. And why I'm making this card in class while everybody's making a card for their dad? You want to know who I'm making mine for? Because I'll tell you. But that's not what you asked or that's not what you said. Right. You know what I mean? And I felt bad last year. It caught my my daughter's teacher off guard and she was really affected by it. And she felt really bad for Soph. And I said, she's not even, it's not even a blip on her radar. Like she... Or at least that's how she acts, because you know Sov. Right. Um, but it's not even, it's not something that's going to stick with her. It's just something that she's like, yep, uh, here's that question again, or I, I got to deal with this again. And it is what it is. Right. And it'll affect her differently, but in, and this affects all these kids differently. Yeah. The way they live their lives. Like, but then, like I said, the one time it happened with us one time and it was an adult yeah. who did it to my eight-year-old what child. fuck? Which, it was an adult who obviously had insecurities. You think? Oh, yeah. Like, what is, what is, oh, my God. So then you got to think, it's got to be for, like, the kids who are asking your daughter, their parents must be insecure because they must and that's what it. And that's what I, you know, I, I hate to think that. And uh, we, I'm trying to think. Well, two, obviously, we know very well. Um, and who was the, th- yeah, all three of them. We know very well. 
and I, and like I said, I two of them I I definitely know it wasn't meant to be malicious at all. It was an honest question, just kind of posed in a weird way that made my daughter say, "Hey, that's a weird question, right?" Or that's a weird way of saying that, right? Um, because that's how she'll say something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, the third one, I think the kid thought he was being funny. And the parents were super, super apologetic. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God, please. Like, you do you. you, you kn- I, I understand that you know that's an issue. Right. And I understand you talk about what different families look like. But sometimes that's not enough. Like, sometimes right. it coming up in a book that you read once a month that families look different is not necessarily enough. Right. right. And I just wish we could find a way to normalize um, queer relationships in general. Right. But the problem is those kids in school live in a bubble. And then once they get outside into the real world, there are still people who fucking hate us. It is what it is. There are still and people who look at us though. and think, oh, Safer. my God, don't hold hands in front of my child, please. Right. And that's how I'm conditioned. And Dina gets so mad if she goes to give me a kiss in public and I'm like, I, I shy away from it or you know what I mean? Let her kiss me on the cheek. And she's like, how dare you? And I'm like, because I, I'm, yeah, you, I'm, you know, conditioned on guard. Yeah. I don't live like that on guard though. I do. I don't. <laughs> I think honestly, it, mine has to do with my confidence in my relationship because it was so well, well received by the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got married and, and my oh yeah he's a public figure right. in our area so yep. to speak and we didn't hear one negative comment throughout the whole process which was a very public thing mm-hmm. so i'm just not and, and I'm honestly it's a country station so it's a country following yeah very republican um background and we've not we did not get one nasty comment well one, that's definitely awesome you know throughout the whole process. that makes a huge difference yeah, so I, I think that's probably why I'm not so much on guard about it. It's like where you live specifically and who you guys are in your community has made you feel more comfortable. And they know who I am when I'm coming right. in. And yep. for you, it's different because, yeah. and this is why this is a great podcast, because we have different experiences in life. Totally different, yeah. is Nobody knows people, who the hell we are. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows that you're gay or that you're married to a woman or how Mm -hmm. you, you know, had the kids. And I'm sure there's rumors that so-and-so had the kids and then you, you know, people talk and make all these different things up in their heads and then there's stories and they have no idea what the heck they're talking about. No, I know. It's always funny too. When people I've known for a while will ask a question and I'm like, how long have you been wondering how long (laughs) has that question been bouncing around and I you know what I mean and like I like I've said before on here it's like we want to be those people who you feel comfortable and that's why we're called queer vice right we want to be your queer vice I know I hope reach out to us ask us those questions we want you to enjoy um, hearing us kind of talk about um, our experiences and and working through some experiences and and talk to guests who have you know who've come from different walks of life and right. live See, differently and my goal mm-hmm. in this podcast is to get a how do i say it? let's do an interview or like a 
almost like a, we can do a Zoom call or something mm-hmm. with Cat and Nat. Do you know who they are? No. In Canada? No. They're in Canada? So they're from Canada. Are they in Ontario? We'll yeah. Call them down. <laughs> right? We can go up and visit them. Yeah, they're right here. Um, Cat and Nat, they are a, like, best friend duo, I guess. Okay. Right? That's how they started out. Um, but they live close to each other and they, they help parent each other's kids and they're married and they have their own lives and they have their own things, but they're, they're not queer. They're straight. Okay. And I would love to get their insight of their opinion of how we live our lives versus how they live their lives. Oh, so to say, Hey, you don't know us, but outside perspective, what is your take? What would you think is the way we live? Right. Is that what you're thinking? Exactly. Like hmm. from a straight couple's yeah. perspective. And they're they're familiar with, they're very open, very public, and they're very honest. And they actually have a live show where they like just sit on stage and talk to each other and <laughs> have like literally sell out shows. Serious. They are awesome and I would love to get their perspective mm-hmm. on like how you know they're in the parent pickup line mm-hmm. and how they view anybody they see who may be you know a lesbian couple or mm-hmm. two dads or mm-hmm. <clears throat> how what their perspective is and how they talk to their kids about it because yeah. they're the most open and raw and honest duo I think they would be awesome yeah, and they're Canadian, so you know they're nice. And they're so nice. <laughs> Honestly, Obviously they're they Canadian. They're the complete dude. opposite of us. They are two what? blonde-haired women. Okay, well, you got me there. I thought you were going with the nice... No. The, the nice they're uh, two blonde-haired, like, funny, outgoing, crazy, energetic couple, mm-hmm. right? Of best friends. Mm-hmm. But... I want to see what their perspective on ours is as we uh, openly judge them as well. Okay. It goes both ways. Right. When you put yourself out there like we are, like they are, when you put yourself out there, you're going to get judged either way. Oh, yeah. Positive, negative, you know, it's But I think we would get a very open and honest opinion from two very different people. Oh, I'll have to think about it. I'll have to put it, put that that in your... um, you know, in your notes of things that eventually that's that you'd like to so do. Wait, Fletcher, Fletcher. Oh my God, Fletcher interview, hundred percent. Oh my God, if I spoke Portuguese, <laughs> I would kill to interview these two actresses from this show. You guys, if you are looking for um a lesbian show, a lot of people, you know, are into sapphic content for a number of reasons. Hey, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying. This show is it's called Stupid Wife. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but that's what it's called it? in English. How do you spell it? Stupid Wife. I know, but you said it was in Portuguese, so is it S T No, it's that's English. Oh the okay. title of it is English, but the entire show there it, it takes place in Brazil. These actresses are Brazilian. Oh so they're, they're gorgeous. Fan, oh, they're gorgeous. They're fantastic. It is such a good fucking How show. How do you understand it? Subtitles, dude. Subtitles, but then uh, they t- they talk so fast sometimes. 
just like the same way they would if you were reading, you know, so subtitles from something in English. It. Huh? How many times do you have to watch it to understand Sometimes it? I have to rewind a little bit and like re-read. You know what I mean? So, right. Like, Who, I, okay, I didn't read on? the whole thing. It's on YouTube. It's on freaking, it's a YouTube show. They just cleaned house at this awards show in Rio de Janeiro for probably shows or um, um, movies and shows that that take place in Brazil or whatever, or that are filmed in Brazil. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's on YouTube. You can see all the full episodes. They have a Christmas special coming out. I'm so excited. I can't even, I'm like, you do Christmas specials with this? Maybe we can get them on the show with a translator. We would need a translator because I would feel so bad for, uh, but I, you guys, I go through and I watch this. I watch their interviews. Like I try to follow them on social media, but everything's in Portuguese. I'm like, I don't know. Portuguese is one of the few languages. I don't know anybody who could translate that for me. It gets so fucking annoying, but it's such a good show. Basic premise is one girl likes the other. They're in college, right? Okay. Um, She disagrees with her politically, seemingly on purpose, just to get her fired up because she thinks she's hot when she's fired up. Right. Okay. Sees her later that night waiting by, sees the girl she got fired up. The girl gets really pissed off and says, I I can't be anywhere near you. I can't stand you. Of course, right? We love, you know, gays, they love the drama. She's sitting outside waiting for a bus later that night and it's dark out. Nobody around. Creepy as fuck. Suddenly a motorcycle starts up. You know where this is going, right? I got you. I got you. (laughs) You know where it's going. A motorcycle starts up. Of course, the person pulls off and she's like, oh shit, now she's afraid. The helmet comes off. It's the girl that she hates. Of course. Okay. Of course. So the girl says, what are you doing out here all by yourself at night? This is not safe. She says, let me give you a ride home. She's like, absolutely not. I will sit here for a year before I get on your bike and ride home. Okay. And the girl's like, okay, then I'll wait with you because this is not safe. God bless her. She waits with her and, um, or starts waiting with her and the awkward silence is just too much. The girl's like, fine, just drive me home, whatever. She drives her home. She gets off and she's like, one day I'm going to marry you. She says to the girl who hates her. Right. And she's like, okay, keep dreaming, Valentina, whatever. She goes inside next scene. It's from her eyes. Right. The girl who got the ride home. Right. Right. So it's from her eyes. Waking up in the morning, looking around a room and you can hear her breathing. You can hear her heartbeat. It's like 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 a virtual reality type of, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. A video game first person. Right. Um, she's looking around. There's a, a woman's hand on her leg. So she's like brushing it off. And then she gets up and she's trying to get her bearings like where am i what's going on she looks over it's the girl she hates in bed so the girl wakes up valentina wakes up and she's like you know what's what oh my god like she's freaking out and she's like are you okay are you what's going on are you okay and she's like am i okay what did you do to me like what did you she's thinking she you know she was drugged or something right? right um come to find out in that same then she goes downstairs she sees pictures of them in the house she's like where am i where am i she's like you're in your house you're in our house and she's like our house this is some kind of sick joke blah 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 then this little boy comes around the corner oh i know where you're going with this i know exactly why you love this so much oh i love it so (laughs) 
I want to hear what you think. I love it. But a little boy comes around the corner and he's like kind of tweaking out a little bit because he's like three and his mom's are freaking out. She's like, he, she's like, who is this kid? And she's like, that's your son. And she's like, no, it's not. This is a joke. Oh my God. I got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Right. So the whole show is, you know, a right away, they figure out what happened. They send her for tests. What happened? She lost her memory, lost 10 years, 10 years of memory. Oh my God. So she wakes up married to this woman. She hates with a child. She doesn't know. Right. And has to basically figure out has what to she's going to do. Fall in love with her again. Has to either fall in love with her or get a divorce or figure out what she's going to do. So your favorite movie, favorite show, one of your favorite movies. Yeah, fifty first fifty dates. first dates. Yeah, no wonder <laughs> why you like. Oh my this god, show it's so good! It's so good. Yeah. What is it? I, is some sort of like. Memory kink? What? What? What is it with, with me? You? I don't know. I don't know, but because you blocked out half of your life, I did block out half my life. I I did. Yeah. Like you could ask me a lot about. I I'm remember so, bits and pieces. I'm but so not shocked very much. though when you remember certain things that I ask you. It depends on what's associated with it. Was a strong emotion associated with it? Right. Then I'll remember it. For yeah. the most part. Interesting. I block out all the rest. I remember all the bad shit. I block it out <laughs> basically everything else. Yeah. Right? And that's a common theme with you. No wonder why you like that so much. Oh, my God. It's such a good show. But I, I, we'll talk more about it at some point. Yeah. So we're going to submit these. And yeah. We'll see how it goes. I think we have some followers by now. If we have followers mm-hmm. and people who are listening, please send us an email. Yes, please reach all, out to us. Give us all the constructive criticism that you can. Yeah, like you don't have to be nasty about it, but you can oh, like give us definitely constructive care. criticism. I love when people are jerks. So. Or you can be an asshole and we can read some of your um, messages. I absolutely love that. So I do, I do love those TikToks where they're like the Titanic boat floating right, away, where they're like, right, right, right. you know, two moms holding their kid's hand, like floating away, like right. on our way to find a dad because user, you know, <laughs> six, two, five, eight, nine, five, eight, five, you know, told us that we need a father in our lives. Those are so much fun. <laughs> I love all the negativity, honestly, because it, it only fuels me to be better yeah. um, and to annoy them more because, you know, they're they took the time to write to us because they hate us so much yeah there is something to be said for that yeah yeah like maybe we're actually helping you and you don't know it maybe we're don't you know helping you work through some shit because if you call them out they don't listen Shh. oh okay okay all right till next time <laughs> bye bye guys <laughs>